I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family. Hey, you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic cart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today I have Summer Hudson. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I see um, that you have your coat on because the weather here has changed so <laughs> drastically. Overnight. Over, yeah. Overnight. Yeah. Woke up 70 degrees, went to yeah. bed, woke up 40 degrees. Yeah. My son, he likes to wear the Hoochie Daddy shorts. And I was like, son, it's, it's <laughs> over with. It's over with for you, bro. That's right. It's no more. And it's Indiana for you. And it's like a shocker to everyone. I was like, hey, guys, you know, it was cold around this time last year, the year before. It's cold. It's going to get cold. Yeah. And we don't like it, but we live here. Yeah. I'm from Florida, so I was not prepared the first year I moved here. Yeah. And I immediately had to go to the store and go buy jackets because I brought these, like, in. Yeah. And I, I, the first winter, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm from up north Indiana, so it's a different cold. Yeah. So when I got here, I, I think for the first seven to eight years, I didn't have a coat. Oh my god. Because I wasn't. It was oh, yeah, because you were just like, yeah, it's like, there's nothing. But then it started getting into minus and zeros. And I'm like, yeah, let me get me a coat. And I'm like, I just, I'm in a moving process. So I just put all my coats in the storage. <laughs> you got to get them out. Yeah. At least one. Get one out. Get, get one out. Okay. So before we get into our conversation, I've started something. I need a fun fact from you. A fun fact? Yeah, fun fact. Oh, God. Listen, on the spot. On the spot. I used to do roller derby. Roller derby. I, yep. My, <laughs> this is terrible. How much can I say? You can say whatever. I can say whatever. Okay. So I used to do roller derby, and my roller derby name was Queefer Sutherland. <laughs> and then eventually the roller rink was like, we can't use, like, because it got bought out, and uh, then it changed to Pissy Elliot. Mm. Yep. And my career ended very abruptly. I shattered my leg coming around a corner, and that was it. Mm. Nope, had to hang up the roller skates. Mm. let's see I always like I always have to think of new fun facts so um, I remember I was we were at a summer camp and we were playing uh, water guns and, and balloon water balloons so we're it's a school so it's a hill but it's not your regular just hill it's, 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 it's rocks it's, it's sticks it's trees and I'm running and running and next thing I know, I do, 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 oh, do, yeah, do, 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 eat do, it do. all the way down. Yeah, all the way down. But I got up and I kept going. But yeah, that's one story. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. But yeah, I remember, yeah, the whole program. Um, and yeah, it was, it was bad. It, it's not really funny. But Did you break it, anything? Though? No. Like, I Any never, the only time I ever broke anything or had anything hurt was when I had surgeries. But other than that, nothing. Never broke. I didn't fail so many times. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. Uh, so one other, uh, so my mom, she's old school. Like, so she'll leave me. She's like, you're not here. My mom too. She's yeah, like, I'm going to leave you behind she's here. She's like, if you're not here, when I call your name, I'm leaving you. So she did that before. And then we're in Kmart, and I hear, Eric. So I'm running. Bow, smack my head on the ground. You Ooh. think I stopped? I got no, back up, go, and I'm like, you're not leaving me. And yeah, so I never got hurt. I just kept going. It was the adrenaline because she left me, and I had to walk. Like, yeah, I had to walk from the mall. It's not I, you're laughing a little too hard. But, oh, listen, yeah. but because I can relate. My, it must have been that that like, are you a kid of the eight, like late eighties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't play around. No, they will no. leave you behind. I don't care. Yes. Let somebody steal you. Good. <laughs> They're going to bring, she's going to say, they're going to bring you back. back. Yeah, yeah. but I don't like these (laughs) parents that turned into grandparents. Oh, my God. Because they're nice. They're they're very nice. The kids get, no, what? I hope my mom watches this. Mom, I am upset at you (laughs) because I never went on a plane with you. And your grandson has went on the plane with you several times and he's only nine. Oof. Not my that, feeling. Oh, that my hurts. Hurt. Yeah, that no, hurts. it really. He was two. Mm-hmm. He was two. They went to Houston and then they went to California. I didn't get to go at all because you, you know to. I'm an adult and my bills only concern me. 
So, yeah. I'm, I feel the same way. My mom did. Oh, baby, blah, blah, blah. And my daughter, I'm like, you would have beat me from one side to the other. Now they got McDonald's money. No, they don't even. They got more than McDonald's money. They they got uh, <laughs> NBA tickets money. They got all, flight money. They got all the money in the world. It has to be it. It has yeah. to be it. It has to be like as you retire and, they, you know. Your, your price bracket changes. Did, did they save up for the grandchildren? Like, where did you get all this money from? Like, you're, working, you're doing the same stuff you were doing as I was a yes. kid. Like, where, I'm so confused. I'm definitely making this a clip so all the uh, the grandparents of us late 80s and 90s babies, we're upset. That's right. We're, we're, I'm, I'm not happy. So, that. I have a question for you. Did your grandma ever make tacos? Actually, no, because I'm from the South. So, so no, it's not. It's a anywhere. Grandma, never. our grandmas never made tacos. I'm sh I'm shook right now because I never. I've never. She's never, never made tacos. Never, never what? ever. Listen, that's gonna be a whole. Now I gotta start asking people: Is your grandmother making yeah, tacos? No, Did they, they didn't. It's like but... they didn't. I don't remember. Like they cooked real meals. They didn't make tacos. My mom did every now and then, but tacos didn't come until you became an adult. And you was, oh, this is an easy meal that can last a couple of days. But no, they didn't. You're right. I, I she never. She made all kinds of junk. Never. Never. Never a taco. Not one. Never. Oh, my God. Never. I wonder if it's just because, like, in the... In the fifties and the forties, that wasn't like a staple. No, it pro maybe that's that might be it. That like might maybe, be maybe the tacos, answer. Maybe tacos didn't get cool until yeah. like the nineties, right? Yeah, because yeah, who knows? I mean, you got to think Pizza Hut was the boom when we were kids, yeah. especially when you had the little book it oh, and yeah, you would like you read all these books, yeah, so that you could like get yeah. the, the personal pan pizza. Yeah, yeah, like the personal pizza. pan was the thing. Yeah, and then don't let it have the buffet. <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So yes. I think like maybe maybe our like time was like the pizza time and then after that maybe that's when tacos kinda came around. It yeah. became cool. No. But these kids we had fish fries. They have seafood Ooh, yeah. boils. I don't it's different. It's I we could talk about this all day, but I I'm just confused <laughs> at what changed. Like where did the money change for the kids? Because they they eat their Starbucks. I I, let me tell you, I had to tell my husband, I'm going to divorce you if you check out Starbucks one more time. People will drop some mad cash on some yeah. Starbucks, Starbucks is on the expensive. daily. Yes, they're there. Yeah. They're there. They get the app. They're like, oh, I got points. Yeah. What? 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 what points? That shouldn't even be points. For Let's, coffee. Oh, my God. And, you know, the thing is, everybody talks trash about, oh, these millennials be eating avocado toast to get their house. You know, if you stop eating. No, if you stop eating Starbucks. Yes. Stop drinking yes. Starbucks. Yes. Because they don't even have, it's not even small, medium, and large. It's different language. Yeah. I don't know what it is because I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't drink coffee. I don't like, People be like, "Oh, go there." No, nope. no. It's, See, good. I don't drink coffee either, so I don't get yeah. it. My and then their bowls. breakfast food is not really good either. So there's no you know what though is the bomb is their cake pops. <laughs> like, oh like yeah. Like if you just need a hit of sugar, yeah. Like just enough to where you're Listen, like, I, I learned about cake pops as a special ed teacher, and we they like bought them and to you know for the kids. It was like, oh, and I'm like, let me. Oh, this is real. It was. It's it, tasty. Yeah, it's, it's very tasty. cheap. If you want to do something with your kids, get a cake pop. It's very safe. It's not a big mess. And it's very good. Yeah, delicious. Let's actually get into the conversation that, that we're here for. Um, so I looked up the top 10 influencers in Indianapolis. And you're on the list. I think you're you're in the top five. I think you're number Which is three. crazy to me. Yeah. And crazy. I was like, okay, let me look her up. And I'm like, okay, she's the shit on TikTok. And then I was like, oh, she actually does something. Because sometimes in the world we live in, in 2023, you can be a social media person and that's it. But she actually does real estate. Yeah. Which is really cool. So before you were, what is your name on TikTok? What are it's you? Find a Lot to Love. Find a Lot to Love. Before you were Find a Lot to Love, before you were real estate, what was life looking like for you? Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh, so I have a crazy background which is probably why real estate brings me so much joy because i can hand like you can come at me anyway and i'm ready yeah and so um initially when i was in college i went and got my psychology degree i got a sociology degree um i worked at a methadone clinic as an addiction counselor for a while yeah. um i did hair on the side because i was always like i gotta have two jobs to keep my, yeah. my money going um i did hair for forever um and that had always been 
no matter what job I had during the day, hair was like the weekend to keep me going. Um, I left the methadone clinic and started working for um, CPS. So I was a child protective investigator. I used to take people's kids whenever they were messing up. Mm. I know um, you got stories for days. Oh my that. God. Oh, that, that is probably the most, besides teachers, that is probably the most thankless job that is out there. I know people, there's a lot of views on that, but that job, let me tell you, I've never. So I did that for about four years. Um, I left that job and went to a maximum facility women's prison to be a life coach, <laughs> helping to re rehabilitate some of the inmates that had been there for, you know, since they were teens and they're getting released as adults. I had to teach them what an iPhone was, like a lot Ooh, of them didn't even, yeah. or how to write a check. Half of them didn't even know how to balance a checkbook. Mm. And so my job was to get them prepared to be released out into the wild. And then uh, I left, went to Indianapolis when I met my husband, and I was a job, uh, I took a job at Community Health Network doing um, counseling for people with acute and severe mental health issues like schizophrenia, mm -hmm. um, severe bipolar, the stuff like that, teaching them how to grocery shop and just do daily living skills, and then I had it. I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. The pay's terrible. The politics are terrible. Yes. Um, and a friend had, of mine had reached out multiple times and been like, you should do real estate. And I was terrified. I was like, I, I'm going from a nine to five salary position. I have health insurance. I have everything the way I need it to be. And you want me to just leap out and take a commission job? Yep. Oof. It was, it was scary. But you know what? I was like, I was so fed up with social work and just the way things were going. And I, I was like, I got to go. So I took a leap and I've never looked back. And I won't. <laughs> I, I won't. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I, that was my background before getting into real estate. So you did a lot of different things. I sure did. I mean, it's all around crazy people, and real estate's crazy. Yeah. People, yeah. and the thing I'm learning is, in real estate, when you mess with people's money, big money, they get crazy too. Mm. So I'm, I'm super, like, I can get people through anything. Because, yeah. I mean... To me, I, I can walk you off the ledge and say, like, I know right now you feel like you're going to go crazy because you're about to jump, you know, drop $50,000 on a down payment. But I got you, you know? Yeah. So. I think you working with all those different people and stuff helped you because, like you said, yeah, when it comes to housing and money, it's like people ain't playing around no. like that. And it's like, yeah, you got to make sure you're able to, <clears throat> to help people because sometimes people have real life stories of like real shit going on in their life and they're like, yeah. I want a, a house, but it's like, okay, I just gotta be real with you. You need to do X, Y, and Z. Cause I got a uh, a guy, a realtor, and he was like, yeah, what's your credit? And I had to look at it. I'm like, shit, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's some stuff I gotta work on. Yeah. But it takes the accountability for me to like, hey, I need to work on this and I'm not too far. So it's like, okay, if you work on this, you, you're able to get there. But if you're just a person to jump in and never been around people, somebody come up to you like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, a lot. And that's the thing. I think people are so scared of what they don't know, they don't even bother. And so they're like, so they're like, I don't want to know what my credit is, so I'm not going to look. Or I can't afford a house, look at these prices, and they don't look. And the crazy thing is, all the people that have ever reached out to me, I've been able to get them in a house. Even the ones with the worst credit and no down payment, it may not be this year, and it may be in a couple years. My One of my favorite client stories is I had a client who reached out to me from Instagram. Mm -hmm. And he was like, look, my credit's shitty. I got kids. Like, I have, I don't have, like, hardly anything in savings. Can I buy a house? Like, let's talk. So we came up with a game plan. I sent him to a lender to help, re you know, repair his credit, which was all free. And I was like, if you get to a space where you're ready to rock and roll, let me know. Two and a half years later... I get a phone call and he's like, I'm ready. I'm like, who's this? <laughs> and it was him and he had done it. He'd done everything he was supposed to do. Bought himself a huge four bedroom, two bath house. I mean, I was like, dang, you did it. So. I might have to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, my credit, oh yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a little shitty. Listen, yeah. everybody that, anybody that's listening, rentreporters.com. It Rent is reporters. a, yep. It's a website where, um, if you're currently renting and you, you're cool with your landlord or the property manager, mm -hmm. they will report every payment you make on your rent as a mortgage payment on mm -hmm. your credit score. 
So, and it's retroactive. Like if you've been living somewhere five or six years, they'll ask the person that's your landlord, like, hey, have they been paying their rent on time for the last five years? If they click yes, all your credit goes back. So when I did it before I bought a house, um, it raised my score 32 points by just starting that program. And it was, I think it cost, it's a little pricey. It's like 50 bucks a month. But I mean, that's cheaper than credit repair. Yeah, yeah. So... I have to look into that. I'm about to move. I'm looking for. Oh, see, look, you already. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I so no, because I had a suite where I live was sweet. The rent was very cheap, and oh, yeah. not anymore. And no, no, no. What? Like why? Why? Like why? Is greedy it? ass landlord. Oh my why. goodness! I look. I'm looking, and I'm like, okay. And the job I got, I told the lady I had to go in. I'm like, hey. Some got to shake, or I'm gonna have to go find something else because the way rent looks. Feet pictures, she yeah. Like, pictures. I actually, hey, I got some decent feet. There you the go. Guy. There you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Put some nail polish on those bad boys. Uh, yeah, you never know. There's people out there like that. I know. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a little extra ways to make money. So, it's hard. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are disparaged right now. Just with that. the yeah. housing is just nuts. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. So, how did you? TikTok, like, how did that go for you? Because yes. you, you've been doing all this stuff. You're in real estate. Like, how did TikTok just pop off for you? So uh, initially, um, I used to do Facebook Lives because mm-hmm. TikTok really wasn't a thing yet. TikTok was still kind of like, what is this app? And so I really wasn't sure. Um, and I, I would, I, I was in an open house. Nobody showed up, mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, I'm going to get on Facebook Live and do a video of the house. And people chimed in, and I was like what the heck, you going to watch me on Facebook, but you won't walk in the door? And I was like, you know what? People are inherently nosy. Like, we can't help it. We want to We want to know. We want to see. We just don't want to get off our couch. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's when that whole, like, oh, I get video content. Like, I get why Instagram, Facebook, things like that are becoming so popular because a lot of people don't want to leave their couch. They want to be experiencing things, but they don't. And so um, really the push was COVID. When COVID yep. came around, people were stuck in their house. But as real estate kept going, we were one of the we were one of the few that were allowed to keep working. And I thought, well, people can't come see the houses because everybody's afraid they're going to get sick. So I'm just going to TikTok them. And if you like the house, give me a call. And it took one video going viral. I woke up. I went to bed. Nobody cared about me. I had like a hundred followers. I went to bed. I got up in the morning. It had like nine hundred thousand views and like two thousand followers in my sleep. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a thing. Mm -hmm. And so I've just kept at it. Like, I haven't changed my content in the last three years. It's the same style. I haven't changed my video quality. I don't have equipment. Mm -hmm. I just roll. Yeah. That's, 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 I mean, I don't know how to really say it. But, yeah, that's simple. It sounds simple, but I'm sure you're consistent. I am, yeah. And that's the part of social, social media is the consistency. Yeah. So you started with COVID. That was, that was, I did that too. Like I started rolling out videos. I was doing videos and I was, cause I was stuck at my mom's house um, during the COVID time. So they had a gym. I'm doing boxing gloves. I'm doing all different outside in the woods and just different videos. And it was, you know, it was booming because like you said, everybody's sitting on their couch. And that's crazy that people would rather watch, like watch, especially houses. Yeah. Like, I want to go in because I know I grew up in a house. I had a house when I was married and I've had a house for the last, what, three years. So it's like, I know, okay, it looked good, but let me go look. Let me tap on the floor. Let me knock on the walls because people will give you some bullshit and you'd be like, oh, I didn't did all this and now I got to put in work. No, I want to go see. But I get to looking at the houses and stuff because like uh, you said earlier, like people don't really want to take a chance and look like these houses aren't that these houses are as much as you pay rent at an apartment for real like i I, i'm seeing the guys sending me house and i'm like this house is nice as hell and it's not but a couple hundred dollars more than paying rent somewhere it's true but it's all about having your credit yeah well and again credit can be fixed that's that's actually the easy part Mm. you know and i think people are so afraid too of homeownership because they're like oh what if something breaks what if whatever well you know what I keep telling people is you're paying 100% interest if you're renting. Mm-hmm. You're not paying 7%, 8%, or whatever it is that you're trying to convince yourself, like, oh, I'm not buying right now because of the interest rate. Mm-hmm. You're paying 100% interest. 
of the landlord. Mm. And so, you know, you can still fix things. Like, you can put some money back to fix things. Most of the time, if you get a good house, if their real estate agent's good and they, they help you and say, look, we're going to ask for them to fix this before you move in. Yeah. Then hopefully you shouldn't have too many problems when you move in. Yeah. And and people are just scared. That's really <laughs> it. Like, my cousin told me this when I was my early 20s because I just had moved here to Indianapolis. I was staying with them. And he was like, man, get you a house because you're going to pay the same amount of rent. Yeah. And he sure. told me that a long time ago. And I went through having different apartments. But I grew up in a house. And it's like now, it's like I want a house. I don't want to go to yeah. an apartment. But I understand if I got to go for a year, I have to be disciplined to fix my credit. Because that's really the main thing to, to me. I'm like, I, I'll figure out a couple more dollars of rent or get a better job or get another job to be in a house yeah. rather than having apartments. And then I might have a job out east. And then every time I look on the news and somebody's shooting, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, God, please help me figure it out because I don't want to. I want to just pick somewhere and then it's just that because I just moved from Harville. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Well, uh, the only thing is, though, people don't realize your credit score only has to be a 580, mm. which, you know, a lot of people are, they assume you need 7, 800, but you don't. 580 is the is the start for getting, being able to get a loan. Now, of course, the higher credit score, the better yeah. your rate's going to be. But, I mean, if you're just starting out and you're like, okay, I've got at least a 580, you're good to rock and roll. Yeah, okay. 580. Let's see, I've heard a little more. 620 is about yeah, 620 is yeah. the, the sweet yeah. spot. But five, okay, so I'm 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 down the street from 580. <laughs> you know, See, you'll get I, from 620. I'm like I'm down the street around the corner. But let me get into some of my questions because I uh, let's see. Mm, we're talking real estate, so share how your journey. Like you don't have to go into all the stories, but just how. How it started off, like how has the journey been for you? Being because you're a top realtor, yeah. we're gonna get into that. But you're a top realtor, so you know what the hell you don't. Yeah. So when you started off, how was that journey? What 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 did it look like for you? Um, it's called childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh, but it, I mean, you know, I grew up. Um, I grew up in poverty. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, extreme poverty in uh, Florida, and. You know, my parents eventually got their stuff together and they, they kind of kept climbing and climbing. And I can remember, you know, my childhood got a little better and better because my parents kept doing better and better. Um, but there's a tinge of overachiever in me. Mm -hmm. It's I'm, I'm not the person who sets a goal and then says, OK, I've met my goal. I'm done. I'm like, OK, I hit a goal. Now what? What? Now we're going to, you know, we're going to keep going. Um, and so, you know, my journey I'm just one of those people like there's not there's no such thing as quit and there's no such thing as no like it, for me it's it's always like okay how are we going to manage this or how do, it may take me you know a squiggly line to get there but I'm going to get there mm -hmm. and so I really think it's mindset for me um, I had like a I had like a small small midlife I don't know any midlife it's like quarter life crisis in my 20s mm -hmm. and I was like what am I doing with myself like why am I dealing with shitty men, why am I dealing with shitty friends, I'm in this crappy small town, and somebody had said to me, like, the universe is telling you, let go or be dragged, and mm. I was being dragged, I mean, that I was being dragged, and I thought, you know what, it's true, why am I not listening to my gut and my instinct and saying, okay, I'm, I'm more than this, and that kind of was, that's probably like 26 at the time, about that age, and that's when I was like, no, I, I, gotta, I gotta do different. The relationship, I ended it. I backpacked through Europe for about a week and a half. Um, and I came back and I was like, okay, I'm going to, whatever it takes for me to get to where I'm at. So I've always been the person that, uh, you know, I was 40 under 40 when I was in Florida. I have all these like magazine clippings and stuff because I'm always trying to do better. Um, and, you know, eventually, I don't know where that's going to take me. But when it came to real estate, for me, it had nothing to do with, I want to be the best. I want to be number one. For me, it's I want to go to bed at night knowing, like, I did something cool. I did something different. My clients really, truly love what, I, what I'm what i giving them um, because I'm all about people. Again, because I came from social work, mm -hmm. for me, it's not the numbers. Yeah. For me, it's, like, I want to make people happy. And I found that my business thrives because people are happy when they work with me or when I work with them. And so 
yeah, it's, I'm always, I'm just going to keep going. It's never enough. I, I love that you, uh, what'd you say, or get dragged. Let, let go or let, be dragged. Let go or be dragged. And I think a lot of people are there. Yeah. A lot of people are there because life has been life in. It seems yes. like each year when you're going through something, the world's going through about the same, same thing, thing or everybody's kind of on the same wave. And it's just been hard, I think, because the price is going up. Jobs don't want to pay you. And it's like, I don't want to go to this job. I want to do something for myself. And sometimes you're scared or it's like, I think a lot of times people look at social media and be like, oh, this person. No, a lot of people have been doing it 10 years before yes. you even saw them. Before you even saw them. Before you even knew who they were. They were doing stuff in their community. They were doing stuff behind the scenes. Then social media came and they figured out social media. Mm-hmm. And then now you know them and it's not, like people think it's, it's microwave. It's not microwave. No, it's, it's not. It takes a long time to build. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I truly believe if you find what brings you joy, even if there's some risk to that, right? Like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have a paycheck if I do this. But if you truly find joy in it, you're going to bring joy to other people. And that's what people pay money for. People pay money for happiness and things that make them feel good. I mean, and that's the thing, like, you know, I saw a guy, a, a Shark Tank. Do you watch Shark Tank? Uh, I don't really watch it, but I, I have before. Yeah, this guy was at the grocery store and was sick of his bananas going rotten. And so he patented banana hats. Like you put a banana, like you put a little hat on the end of a banana to keep them fresh. And he's making stupid money off that because he was like, I'm sick of my bananas being. And I mean, now he's a millionaire because because <laughs> he made a hat for a banana. Yeah. I mean, wow. isn't that weird? Like, and I think to myself, because he listened to his gut and something told him do this, and you know he could have been like, "No, banana head, stupid man, I'm not gonna." Or, or his friends. Or his friends could have been. Or family. Yeah. Oh, why would you do that? That's you didn't you didn't go to school to do that. Yeah. You haven't been doing all this your whole working at that job, and then now all of a sudden they like, "Oh yeah, well let me get a nah, let me get a piece of that." Nah, no, thank you. Nah, and you're right. Like when you look when sometimes we look at so for instance the stuff that our kids watch. I don't know oh, what Jesus. it is. Like YouTube, it's dumb. Right. It's dumb to us as parents, but they're doing what they love to do. They're doing stuff. They're at home just buying stuff and having family Open fun. Up, yeah. And the kids are like, oh, my God, have you seen the new? Why are you watching this? You know, we could put a camera in front of you and you could do this. Right. But instead, they watch them and we look at them as corny. Do you know who Jack Hartman is? That name sounds familiar. He does school stuff for kids. Mm. And to me, he's corny. <laughs> He make he's probably seventy million dollars. He does he knows what he's doing and he doesn't. He probably doesn't care that I said he was corny. The reason why is because when it comes to hip hop, he does stereotypical stuff and it's like, come on, dude, it's two thousand twenty three. But other than that, he's a good <laughs> like if you put it on for the kids, he's gonna help them out. Yeah. And if you looking at him, it's like he's seventy and he's doing that. But he thought he thought of it. Yeah. A lot of times we have these ideas and we don't do them. I promise if me and my buddies in college would have had a camera in front of us, oh, we would have been one of the shows. Yeah, you would have made some. Like, if you had a camera in our house, you're going to be in tears because there's too many people that had jokes. It was just fun. And it was like, you're going to hate this person because of whatever. You're going to like this. But we never thought of it. And now it's like, I'm in front of a camera. Yep. I'm doing, (laughs) like, my mom, I was like, what did you think I was going to do? She's like, I don't know. You talk. You talked a lot, so something with talking. Talking, yeah. And like you said, with podcasting, I don't do it just to talk to people. I want to learn from people, yeah. and then I want people to learn from the show. I, I don't do like certain podcasters do it because to be a podcast. I do yeah. it because I really want to. I want to be on a talk show late night, and everybody tuned in. Yeah, that's where I want to take yeah. it, and that's how you got to look at it. And it's gonna take a while. I've been, I didn't have ups, downs, bad episodes, bad guests, uh, <laughs> forgot to upload episode, all that. Yeah. Because it's life. But if I would have stopped a long time ago, people wouldn't know who I am. People wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I'll get on your podcast. People don't know me from a can of paint. Never met me before. But because a little traction or they see, oh, I like what he's doing, they get on the show. You just got to keep going. Yeah. And like you said earlier, don't say no. Yeah, don't say don't, no. Don't, don't, don't. Don't not say no, but don't look at no as a bad thing. Yeah, it's true. And the thing is, like, you know, a lot of the opportunities that I have been blessed with or or that have gotten me to where I am is because I took the risk and didn't say no. Even like with this podcast, right? Like 
this opens up avenues for both of us. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to probably post it like, hey, guys, guess what? I did a podcast today. And that helps each other out. And that's the thing. Like, I love the sense of community. Like, I love when other people are, you know what I mean? Like, collaborating. Yeah. Like, to me, networking. That, networking, collaborating. I feel like that's, there's so much in that. And even, you know, I just started collaborating with, um, the Humane Society mm. and doing TikToks for their dogs that need adoption because they're drowning right now. Ooh, that's smart. I know, and and it and it, because it comes from my heart. Like I look, le- I legit. If I see a dog on the side of the road, I'm like, skirt. My husband's like, if you bring home another damn dog, and I'm like, listen, this one needed my help. But it's something I'm passionate about, so it doesn't. It's not taking. It's not sucking my energy yeah. out because it brings me joy. Yeah, and, and you're not doing it. For clout. No, no. Like, I just, I'm legit, like, somebody please come get this dog. This dog's awesome. Like, he needs a family. And so, and also, you know, we have this, this challenge here. And, and, you know, I could, this could go, this rabbit hole could go so deep. But I really, truly believe that, like, if each of us take a nanosecond of our lives and we put it towards something that brings us joy or brings others joy, like, we, with that ripples out, you know, and everything that's going on right now with the post-COVID and the politics, like, everything sucks. We all are in agreement no matter what political party you are. Shit is bogus right now. Do we even have a president? I don't know. For real? Like, like I, know the, I know the guy's name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen him, heard, none of them. It's like they got elected and it's like, all right, yeah. whatever. And that's the thing, like, you know, I think I think when you feel, and this kind of applies to life, too, I feel like, if you get to a point where you feel like you don't have a say, or you don't, you, you're squished into a corner, and you're like, I can't, I, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to help anything, sometimes the only thing is to do is to help yourself and do something on a micro level, like, even if that means, like, you know, there's a... a you're going to be like, some of you are crazy. There's a motel that's near where I live. And it's a motel that has people that can't afford housing at all. Mm-hmm. And there's kids there. I mean, little kids there. And they don't have a pot to piss in. Mm-hmm. And so my kid goes through clothes like crazy. That child, bean sprouts. And instead of going and taking them to Once Upon a Child or taking them to Goodwill where, you know, corporates are going to get your money. Yeah. I go to the hotel and I drop them off and say, hey, do any of your kids need anything? I've got a couple of kids that need jackets right now that I'm trying to get jackets for them. And, you know, it's just a motel in the middle of nowhere. Nobody cares about it. But for me, if I'm making that one little step, that's the one thing I can control in this chaotic world, right? Like, it's paying it forward in a small micro level. And, you know, again, it's not for cloud. It's just because, like, I truly believe we just just are one little fraction of the bigger piece of pie. Yep. We could all do something so much greater than what we're doing. Yep. You know? I'm, I'm the same way. So I've been working in the school system. Last seven years, and if I see, Oof. yeah, 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 trust me, I don't, I don't like it. Um, so when I, when I end, I'm definitely gonna tell all, all the stuff I'm gonna put. It. Yeah, cause yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot. That's a lot. But like, I'm the type of person I see a kid with. Hey, you got a coat, right? You, you got, you need a backpack. You need something. Like, I'm just that person. Like, I don't like my uh son's. My son's mom would be like, oh, you know, some kids need some clothes. Yep. Come on. Yep. We're going to bring them. Yep. Just like you, I'll go drop them off somewhere that I know there's kids there. Yeah. Because sometimes parents, parents, listen, life is hard as fuck. Yeah. Take the help. Don't be too prideful that you don't. I don't want my kids having hand-me-downs. Oh, oh, who cares? You had hand-me-downs. Trust me. We all have. Take the help because your kids need it because they go to school and it's uniforms. How is your uniform dirty? How you got holes in your uniform? Like, my son go to school clean. Like, we not sending him. He don't got the latest, stylish. He get clothes from all over, but he's clean. Like, make sure your kids is clean. Because if your kids don't have the confidence in their looks, they're not going to perform well. It don't got nothing to do with us teachers. Man, y'all send y'all. Look, man, listen. I know, I know. See, listen, this is Ooh. Ooh. I know. It's like these girls' hair, it's like. I don't know how to do no hair, but, like, golly, stop sending y'all kids to school looking like who shot John and then expecting them to perform or wondering why they got in a fight. They're getting bullied. They're getting talked about, so they got to defend themselves. And it's people well, like know, us. Oh, go ahead. Well, you know, the thing is, though, that rabbit hole even goes deep because working with CPS, mm, you oh, realize, like, ooh. there's all these generational traumas, right? And they get passed down and passed down and passed down. And if nobody's brave enough to break the cycle... 
it just keeps going. And so some of these kids, their parents, even though you're sitting here saying, like, bathe your child behind, you know, put them in some clothes because, you know, statistically they do better in school and they, you know, whatever, if they show up clean and, you know, whatever. But there are some people who legit, because their families grew up in pig size like that, they think it's normal. They really don't know. And so it's a shame because there's, it all starts, I truly believe it starts with, like, I wish we could change the way our mental health system and everything work and start with CPS. Because I feel like it starts with the kids. And the more the kids are traumatized, the more that they're put in these terrible environments, those kids grow up to be the ones that are shooting up schools and being terrible politicians. And have, you know what I mean? Like, if you dig deep, it starts at childhood. Yeah. Because I, I see kids that go through real life shit. Stuff they shouldn't have to worry and about. Like, a, I was a kindergarten teacher. I'm pretty sure Oof. this one kid's parent was on drugs. Yeah. And it's like he come to school, he's dirty. I'm cleaning them every day as much as possible, not uh putting his business out there, but hey, come on, let's go wipe you off. And he smiled on his face just yeah. from somebody doing that. And it doesn't take like people will do stuff and put it on I I don't need to do that. I'm not gonna blast his parent. Life is hard. I understand I'm a parent, but you you gotta do the best that you can for your child. Yeah. Like it it sucks and it, it takes people like us that do the little stuff, that care. Because I, and this is the craziest thing. I've been like this since a kid. Yeah. If I see a kid, another kid, I always try to figure out how I can help them. Just, yeah. that's just been me. I remember a couple of stories where I've, I've seen, we went somewhere and that's how it started a friendship. Seeing these girls, they ain't, you know, mom couldn't send them no dough. Hey, I got y'all. Y'all yeah. go get something to eat. Cause yeah. we all, cause I've been there. Yeah. I've been that kid that, Somebody take me somewhere. They be like, "Get what you want." You sure? I, what? I can get a number. I can get a couple. Okay, because I because I'm like I'm good with a burger and a fry. Yeah. And I remember that. And those little things put a smile on the kid's face. Or like little girls, they be calling me, "What up, big kid?" or whatever. That's our little thing. And like other teachers don't get it because they they know they can come to me if they need some. Or we go on a walk. Hey, come on, I'm, let's let's go in here. This, yeah, this where the candy at. But if you tell somebody, you can't come back. And they, oh, I got some candy. I'm like, eat this before you go into class. And that opens them up to want to talk or, hey, what, what's going on today? You tripping. Because now we build a relationship. And it takes little stuff. Yeah. And you just got to remember when you were a kid. I think even if you didn't have a bad childhood, think of the little kid that did. Yeah. And what 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 one thing could have made them them smile. So we didn't, we didn't went down a couple rabbit holes. I told holes. you. Yeah. Listen, we could do this all day. Yeah, we, we really could. So <laughs> let's see. How did you become a top realtor? I think you, I don't know if it's seven years consecutively or over time, it's been seven years and you've had over 350 transitions. Like yeah. how how did you get to that point? Because I know life happened. You said you're married. I know I've been married. Marriage ain't yeah. a walk in the park. You got kids and you're at the top of your field. How? How did you do it? Um, well, again, it's that, it's that, that weird drive that I have to just one up myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, just always doing that. But honestly, I feel like, um, well, I mean, it's kind of a loaded thing. I, the first year I started real estate, I, it was do or die. Like I didn't have any income. If I didn't sell houses, I wasn't going to eat. I wasn't going to eat. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, I never wanted to go back to where I came from. Because, I mean, when I say poverty, we were like in a trailer park where there was not good people. Like it was not a good situation. So for me, people can be scared of rats. People can be scared of snakes. I'm scared of going back to that. Yeah. And so that's a motivator yeah. for me. Like I've always been like, nope, I will never go back there. My child will never know what that life is like. Um and if I have anything to do with it, I hope nobody else's family has to live like that. Um, and so year over year, I guess I guess the answer really is I'm authentically myself. Mm. I am authentically and unapologetically myself. Now, it's got me in trouble. <laughs> it's got me in trouble because sometimes I pop off at my, you know, pop off and I say some things I probably shouldn't because um, I get passionate about things. But at the end of the day... When I had that kind of crisis in my 20s, I finally was like, who am I trying to impress? Like, you're not paying my bills. You're not living my life. You haven't been through what I've been through. And then I really, I think I really propelled forward after I had my daughter. Mm -hmm. There is something about being naked in front of a room full of people staring at your crotch and you're giving birth that you just like, all your dignity <laughs> goes out the window. Like, mm -hmm. you got no dignity. And I realized, like, 
I am just one person in a, in a sea of a billion people. Mm-hmm. And really, at the end of the day, nobody cares. But I, what I can do is show up with myself and, and share myself fully with other people and say, I hope you like me. And if you don't, I'm not for you. That's cool. Go do what you got to do. But here's me in the raw form. And if you like me and you align with me, I'm a huge believer in your vibe attraction tribe. Mm. A huge believer. And so TikTok really allowed me to be like, here's who I am. I'm crazy hair. I got tattoos. I cuss a lot. You know, I've got a family that I love. I love dogs. I wear weird sunglasses. Like, this is who I am. And TikTok is cool because it's got an algorithm built into it that it, it shows you people that are like you. Yeah. And so TikTok kind of took out the hard work of me finding my tribe because TikTok was like, let me do the calculations and find other weird people like you. <laughs> and who would have thought 130,000 people later are all people who watch me because they can identify and they, ex- you know, they know what to expect from me. They know my style. They know who I am. And even if I have an off day when I'm recording, I'll have people come in the comments and go, are you feeling sick? Are you okay? You don't sound right. And I'm like, damn, my dad, my, my husband didn't even ask me how I was doing today. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. And so I've built a brand for myself. Yeah. And my brand has really just been being myself wholeheartedly. I show up who I am. And if you don't like it, I don't have time for you either. Bye. You know, <laughs> it sounds terrible, but. That's, that's an honest answer. And yeah. I think. That's me. That's why I started a podcast. Yeah. Because I wanted to be me. I wanted to talk my shit. I cuss, little ratchet, but I'm intelligent. And I get yes. people on here that can have a conversation. And I learned how to have a conversation. I learned through conversation, communication. Yeah. I don't learn through reading and stuff like that. So I figured out what helps me. And this is something I like to do. And it's like, I'm just going to do me. Everybody's not going to like you. Everybody didn't like Jesus, so everybody's not going to like me. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Because looking different, you already get people's dumb oh opinions God. of you. And it's like, all right, cool, whatever. And then you get to know me. And it's so funny because I being a, a black guy and working in schools is very hard. Oh, yeah. I and people, instead of actually getting to know me, you – I never mind. I'm not going to say that. But instead of getting to know me – you go and talk about me or be like trying to figure me out. Hey, guess what? If you come up and you have a conversation with me, you'll figure me out. Yeah. Like stop being scared to have conversations with people you don't know and then place an opinion about them. You don't even know them. Go have the conversation. I'm not going to bite. Yeah. I might not like you might not like everything I say, but I'm not going to bite you. I'm not going to hurt you. Like unless you just a soft person. Like yeah. cuz I'm honest. I'm going to speak what comes to my mind. It's just weird how people... But you know, though, are you the kind of person you'll be in the grocery store, though, and somebody will come up behind you and tell you their whole damn life story? Are you that kind of person? Because I am. Like, like I'll be standing in line. People just start talking to me. Like, I, I'm like, it, okay, it, I'll, it, I'll listen. It happens. And, and, I've, and I learned this a long time ago. People be like, you just... Something about you something makes about you familiar. Yeah. Like people, like you, I'll work with somebody and we'll have a relationship. They'd be like, y'all, y'all just met. Yeah, we just met the, a few months ago when school started. That's right. We'll be but, BFF now. Yeah, yeah. and just because I'm me. Yeah, exactly. It's like you either like me or you don't. It ain't no in between. Yeah. If you like me, you know, hey, he going to say some crazy shit. He, he, he a little off, but he's a cool guy and I have a, and I have a good heart. Like, yeah. I think that's what gets me where I'm at. Like, I have a good heart. Like, when it comes to kids, if you bully a kid, we might fight. Yeah, yeah um, Like, if you messing with a kid, even if it's a kid I like, don't do that. Yeah. And that's just me. And I'm the same way. Like, I'm unapologetic. I don't care if you don't like me. I, I got family members that don't like me. I don't care. Same. Like, same. I'm like, I don't, I'm not here to impress yeah. you. And, and, <laughs> and it can be family members like, get away from me. I, you're only in my family because of how things you gotta be matched up. But I don't really like you and I don't want you around me. And I'm a person off of vibes and energy. Yes. I was just about to say you got good juju. That's why. Yeah. yeah I feel like, like there are just people that are put on this earth that are just here to be good vibes. Like just good juju. Bring a collective consciousness. Like, listen, that's a, that's a whole other rabbit hole podcast. Yeah. But yeah, like, like I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah, I truly think that, like, the energy that you put out is going to boomerang right back. Yes. And, so, and But you have to remember, the energy you put out when you was doing bad shit, uh, oh, it comes back. That's right. And it's crazy because now, as, an, as a mature adult, when stuff happens, I'm like, 
it can't be from the last whatever years. It had to be something I did in the past. And I think about it like, remember that. Oh, that's why that happened. Mm -hmm. So, young people, if you're listening, always try to do the best thing possible. Don't do dirty stuff because it's going to come back to you and you ain't going to know why. Yeah. And it'll be years later, you'll be like, oh, hell. Like, I, I got my, I never stole nobody's, well, I, was in my mom's car but she i told her later but uh i got my car stolen and it was crazy because it was a gift it was like something on a movie how i got this car and then within a month later it got stolen and it was like why and i was learning a lesson and i understood and i was like had to be something for, but it was more so of a lesson because it could have went a dangerous way because like i how i got in the car and if i had a gun i'm pretty sure he wouldn't have been where he would have made it, but I didn't, and I, it just, I had to learn from that, and I think people learn from your lessons so you don't repeat them, Yeah. so you can have good energy, because if you don't learn from those lessons, you'll still be that same person, and then you'll be like, dang, why ain't nobody around, but one thing I want to tell people, when you have that, like she said, good juju, you have that great energy, you're not going to have a lot of friends. No, that's There's true. not going to be a lot of people yep. around you because people aren't going to like that energy. They're not attracted to that because you can have friends and nothing wrong with nine to five people. I work a nine to five, but I'm thinking bigger. And if that's the conversation they're having, you can't be around them because it's not going to help you get to where you want to. Yep. So, yeah, energy like I want to tell you, you're married, but this is to the ladies that are single women. I'll tell you a secret. Men, we go off of energy. Just because we sleep with you don't mean we want to go out to eat with you. <laughs> I'm trying to, it's, yeah. it's about your energy. And just because we go out to eat with you don't mean we want to sleep with you. That's true. Yeah. It's about the energy. So don't take it as, oh, I gave him some and he don't want to, it's your energy. Yeah. It's your energy. People don't realize that I will cut a person off so quick. I don't put people name in my name in my phone until like a week or two later. Because really? I don't know if that energy oh, going to yeah. stay. You delete you real quick yeah because well and you know what i've noticed too is like uh if i if i think of people on frequencies right mm -hmm. like there are low vibing people who you know they're out doing things they shouldn't be doing because they have new they have life lessons they need to learn i don't look at people as good or bad either i don't look at somebody and say oh they're a terrible human being i say okay they've obviously had trauma they've obviously had this is their soul's experience on this earth right now they got to do that for whatever reason that's their journey it's not mine, but it's theirs. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'll meet people and be like, oof, they got a low vibe. Like, I can't mess with that. I can't fuck with that because they need to keep, they need some more growing, mm -hmm. right? And I'm always looking for the people that when I network, I'm looking at people like, damn, look at what they're doing. Look how great they are. Look at the, you know, high vibe and whatever. I want to sit down and conversate with those people. Mm -hmm. And again, my, my circle of people is small, small. And I like it that way, though, because it, I feel like, if I see somebody that's spectacular, I'll get to know you. And if our, if our, we don't, that's fine. Keep going. Go your yeah. way. I'll go my way. But yeah, I truly, same thing. Same thing. You got to keep it's, the same way. And like, it's crazy though, because when you're young and you're in high school and college, you think, oh, I'm supposed to have all these friends. No. 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 Mm -mm. It's so much like work. <laughs> my friends is me, myself, my son, and God, I feel like. Like I got homies, but it's like when you really like, it's just, that's it. It's not that many people. And one of my best friends is myself. I love talking to myself. People, uh, yes. Like, I get a lot of stuff done. People be like, what you say? I, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking yeah, to yes. you. Don't, don't, talking don't, me, worry, yeah. don't worry about it. I'm yes. talking to me. Like, worry about what you need to do over there. But I'm talking to me. And I answer myself. Like, I don't care. You could call me crazy. I heard the smartest people in the world talk to themselves. Because if I don't. There'd be problems for some people. I'd be like, Eric, don't say nothing. Oh, don't my God, nothing, me Eric. too. I have to like, stop myself a minute. Just be quiet because yep. I'm a jokester at heart. So it's jokes that come to my head. And I'd be like, it's stuff I see on Facebook. And it's people. And I'm like, I'm not going to say it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. I've been in Facebook jail so many times. The last two years I haven't, though. I've been real good. I've been learning that lesson. Like, just step back. Step back. Type it out and then erase it. Type it out and erase it. Because I'm like one of those people, too. I'll be like, oh, I'm coming for you. Yeah. And that, not no, anymore. No, this is you know? what I hate when people are on live. And then they're like, this the, the mic's the camera. And they're like this. They're, yeah, I'm waiting on people to get. Like, why are you so close? Yeah, like, back up. Well, back up. Like, or, or you can tell the older generation, the way they take oh, that picture. And it's like, oh, my goodness. 
like, come on, somebody help him. Somebody <laughs> help him. Like, it's so much funny stuff. That's why I don't go out. Like, I don't either. Because if you take me to the grocery store, you're going to be in tears by the time we're done. Yeah. Because I don't have no sense. And, oh, and if you're with me and my son, he's a junior me. So, oh, he don't got no And he's louder than I am. Oh, my God. I, oh, I forgot what he did. We were in. Well, oh, it was a kid crying. And my son, he's nine. I think he was a little younger. He wasn't younger, young, but he was old enough to, like, understand. He's like, oh, my God, why is that baby crying? I'm like, no, 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 you can't say that. Like, you can't. No, we can't do that. Because. And I always tell him, hey, bro, we not, I'm not trying to fight. Like, you can't, like, he will say, he don't care. I know. Like. i got to be careful. My kid's that, my kid is, she's so, God, she's so intelligent. But she's the quiet thinker. She, You can tell she talks to herself, too. Yeah. And so, I, I know I'm gonna, she's going to be the kid that goes to school and be like, my mama said, your mama's a bitch. Like, I know she's going to be that one. And I'm just like, oh, my God. We were riding, this is probably TMI. We were riding to school. It was completely silent. We're listening to Moana or whatever it is. Yeah. And out of nowhere, in the back seat, I hear her say, Mama, Daddy has a penis, yes or no? Just flat out. And I was like, yes. And she went, okay. Sat in her seat in silence all the way to school. And I'm like, what the hell is she thinking about this? She's back there like, you know, but she's she's the same. Like, she is so funny, but she's also, an, like, you can tell she's an introvert. Yeah. Like, she likes to think to herself. And I'm always like, God, what's in her brain? But I'm like, I know what's in my brain. And if she's anything like me, I'm in, she's in so much trouble. Yeah, like, yeah, my son, and he, he's, like, quick with the draw. Yeah. But it's funny because he can't do it with me. He tries to joke, and I'm like, dude, you know? you're not on this level yet. Like, <laughs> there's levels to get to where I'm at. But I do it with him so he can be able to yeah. with other people. And I'm not going to say what he uh, said to me or what I said to him, but uh, because I don't want to get in trouble because I allowed him to say it. <laughs> But I said something to him, and he said he said the edited version back to me, and I was like, oh, "Should I be mad?" But I'm like, I was happy because he was so quick with it. But I was like, "Don't say that no more." Yeah, like, like, and I understand. I'm not gonna say that to say that to you no more. But <laughs> I was like a proud dad. But then I was like, "Oh no." Oh yeah. I, yeah. Do your kids cuss? So i i thought i thought during the spring and the summer like i would go and get bird seed and we would talk about birds right mm -hmm. we're gonna watch birds we have a really pretty backyard garden and uh, i was like i'm gonna get a birdhouse so i brought home a big bag of bird seed while i was carrying it out of the car it busted open and it spilled all over the driveway and i was like son of a bitch i'm just gonna leave it there the birds lead it off the driveway mission uh, mission aborted and I'm walking through to getting more bags out of the thing. And Isla has never seen birdseed before. Mm -hmm. Like, she's four. Mm -hmm. And she kicks at it. And I hear her under her breath, what the fuck is that? And I couldn't even be mad. I couldn't even be mad because she was just like, and I get it. Like, And so I looked at her and I said, baby, I, listen, those are only words that adults use. And I said, I'll tell you. She said, I can't say that. I said, no, you can say that when you drive. One day when you're driving, you can say that. Well, sure enough, like two weeks later, we have a long driveway. And she was playing outside, and uh, she said, Mommy, can I can sit in your lap in the drive? And so I let her help help me drive up the driveway. And she turned around and looked at me, and she goes, Can I say that word now? Can I say fuck? I'm driving. And I was like, Ah! Oh! And I mean, how do you argue with that? Because I did tell her. Yeah. You can say yes. Yeah. She remembers. She did two weeks she later. Remember. Yeah, kids don't know. They don't forget. Oh, my God. <clears throat> my so. son, he, he, he's like, yeah. I've been cussing since third grade. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh. But his sister, when she was in second grade, some girl pissed her off. And she called. She wrote a note and called everybody a motherfucker and everything. <laughs> and she, she didn't spell mother right, but it, everything else was. Everything else we were right. like, oh, okay. But I remember when I was in third grade, and I, that's when I started cussing. My mom didn't know I cussed until I got in trouble in, like, fifth grade. But I can't be like dude no you can't i'm like just don't use it around us like yeah because you know the this gen i don't know what the gen whatever they're called with gen ed whatever oh my god gen a gen a gen, no something gen, gen crazy that's yeah. what i'm gonna call them but they are too spoken and they like <laughs> yeah my son are like you I've, I've seen him cuss mainly basketball i remember he was doing something he was like Fuck! I was like, "Oh, Ooh. okay." Yeah. And then I heard him in conversation. I 
he he called one of his friends out their name and I was like, hey brother, you can't do that because I was like, if that wasn't your homie, he want to fight you. Yeah. So it's yeah these they 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 speak their mind. Well, you know what though, that's I I hope I really hope that the generations that are coming in as kids now, because I think more parents are doing the work than ever before. Mm, I mean, yeah. if, if you think about like the parents of the fifties, you know, even and our parents, like there's so much narcissism and so much like disconnect mm, and emotional mm. neglect. And, there's a lot of beatings. Yeah. A lot of beatings. Abuse. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and emotional abuse even like, okay, maybe your parents didn't spank you, but you know, emotionally Christ they weren't. Yeah. Sorry. Just, and so I feel like each generation we're getting a little bit more in touch with our emotions. We're getting yeah. a little more in touch with, okay, we probably shouldn't be spanking our kids. Right. Like, yeah. you know, the data's coming out and it's like, I keep hoping that, like our kids, like the the ten and under right now, they are super outspoken. They're super intelligent. They yeah. have an emotional intelligence that we haven't seen in people in a yeah. long time. Yeah. They'll be like, you know, my my kid looked at me the other day and she said, "You're being mean to me." And at first I was like, "What the hell?" But then I realized like she has the wherewithal to know that my behavior was inappropriate to her. Mm-hmm. She knew it. You made me feel like shit. You're being mean to me. Yeah. And I couldn't even hate. I couldn't even be like, "Don't talk to me, your mother," like that. I was like, you know what? You're right. I was really mean just now, and I'm sorry for that. Like I'm, I was being an asshole. You're right. And so, you know, I really hope that this, even though they're crazy, I'm hoping they're the ones that come in and clean up the shit show that we've got going on. You're, you're like so right. They, because his sister, she's 18. I remember once I was doing something, and I asked her to do something, and she was like, "Well, you didn't do it," and I'm like. <laughs> First, I'm thinking of my mom, like, oh. Oh, I'm going to eat your ass. No, and then it's like, no, you're right. Because I think the generation before us, the generations, because we're not going to blame our parents. We're paying great, 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 great parents. Yeah, yeah. Because my mom's still alive and she fights. But anyway, I think they they didn't know how to talk. Yeah. It was like, because think about when you were a kid, if your grandparents passed or a friend or somebody they didn't take you to counseling. They just swept it under the rug. Oh, your friend died. A few months later, you'll be all right. No, that fucked the kid up for forever. forever. Yeah. Like, I remember for the longest of time, my first funeral that I can remember, well, it was my great-grandma. My biological dad died. I remember the after funeral part, but I don't remember the funeral. And I remember seeing her in there, and I would have bad dreams. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I don't like going to funerals, because I don't want to see that person there, because I would see that person and for the longest, if you weren't like blood, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm sorry, I'll yeah, send a card or something, yeah. but I can't do it. And we never, nobody ever said, "Hey, are you okay? Right? You good from the first, the the first time you went to see somebody dead, or you saw somebody dead? Like I walked in and I saw my granddad in his chair dead. We didn't have no conversation about that. Yeah, it gets swept under the rug. And now it's like you have to have those conversations, or like. The kids will be like, hey, you, you all right? You you feeling okay? They'll check on you because they know you're being, you're not yourself. Or, hey, you are, you you, you was mean to that lady. You shouldn't have said that, mom. You shouldn't yeah. have said that, dad. Right. You, then you got to look and be like, mm, damn. I set an example, so I can't really say that because if I say that, then you're going to think. And so back to, we're we going to go toward, I'm going to ask my last little questions. What just triggered me to parents? Parents. You can't get mad because little Timmy is cussing at school and you cussing little Timmy out. Yeah. It's not our fault. Yeah. It's your fault. Because when you come in and pick him up, guess what? You, brother, brother, no, Oh, you don't see why he acting like this, huh? Okay. But, yeah. We talked about a lot. We, we, Listen, and I, 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 and, and, I need my own podcast, too. I mean, we just yeah. need to have a sideshow. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> we talked about a lot and it was good. See, sometimes it's not about what the person does. It's a go. Getting to know him. Yeah. And yeah, you had yeah. great energy. We had a conversation. You people would think that we know each other. I met her five minutes before we started recording. Yeah. That's it. That's and it. we talked through email. And it's just the energy. Like, and I love it. So, I ain't going to, we talked a little bit about really. Okay. Give people three tips on life. They're stuck. They don't know what to do. They got a couple ideas in their head. What are three tips when they hear this they could go ahead and do? So I think I true I really when I said that let go and be dragged, I really mean that. Like I feel like when you are hitting obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, like even if it's little, even if it's like your boyfriend's cheating and your your job's been, you know, 
cut you out of there. You know, the paycheck came in late. Like, and it just is like, man, all these little things are adding up and things are terrible right now. I truly believe that's the universe's way of telling you you're going the wrong direction. Mm. And did you ever see Bruce Almighty, the movie with, with, uh, dang, Jim, uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he's going, God, give me a sign. Give me a sign. And then there's a stop sign. And it's God, I need you to give me a sign. And then there's blinking flashing lights. And he's like, God, I, I just need you to do this thing for me. And then there's a bunch of black, you know, and then he said, God, I just don't understand why you've forsaken me. Why haven't you showed up for me? And he ends up crashing into a, a brick wall. And he was like, oh, and he was all mad. And it was like, I showed you 10 times that you're going the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Like, I gave you 15 signs. And I truly think that, like, for me, when the, when things get hard, that's when I have to stop and examine my life. And I have to go, okay, I, I'm doing something wrong. I don't know what it is. But it's something. And it's usually something that has to do with, like, my inner work, right? Like, it's something mm-hmm. that, that I need to do for myself or my, my family, like, my surroundings that need to pivot. And so, you know, I may be making poor choices. Or even if you are making poor choices, sometimes the universe is like, listen, you're not supposed to be a server at Applebee's. You're supposed to be, you know, whatever. And so, <laughs> and so I think, you know, my number one thing is if you feel like you're being dragged, you need to let go. You need to listen to that gut. We all have this animal instinct within us that we just know, whether it's the hair on the back of your neck or the feeling in your stomach, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And you need to research, at least just stick a toe in the pond to see what would bring you joy. You know, what is it that brings you light to your life? And do that. And then number two would be go to therapy. Go to therapy. Hell yeah. I don't care who you are. Find a sliding scale. Find somebody. There's plenty of network. There's availability. Everyone needs therapy, especially if you're a kid of the 80s and 90s. (laughs) So that's my number. The trauma. I mean, it makes us who we are. But again, I feel like growth really comes when you can start doing the work and and reflecting inwards and saying, okay, my outward looks like shit because my inward is looking like shit. And then... Number three. I don't know if that's a hard one. Because I feel like I live my life by those two. I'm, I go to therapy every Tuesday. And every time I'm being dragged, I'm like, all right, team meeting with myself. I talk to myself. Yep. And go, what is it that I'm doing wrong here? And I fix it. So we, we, you'll be the first one to just do two. Because I think those two are very important. Especially that first one that you said. Because... It's like uh, I was thinking of the movie uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, when his, that movie! When Will Smith's son was like, "Hey, I got a joke," and the person was on the boat, and they sent them like an angel or something. Didn't want it. Sent him another one, and then he drowned on the third time. And he he was like, uh, "Why didn't you send me help?" He's like, "I sent you two two things, yeah, the two angels, you big dummy." And it was like you look at it as a kid saying that, but that's life. There's signs. It's there. Hey, no. No, and the most important thing I, I took from that is you're, sometimes you're not supposed to be doing what you think you're Whoa, supposed to be doing. Oh, my hell yeah. Just because it's a job doesn't mean you need to be there. Yep. Just because you there needs to be a cashier at the gas station or at Dollar Tree or, or wherever it is don't mean you have to do it. Because I see a lot of, I live in the hood, and I see a lot of older people and it's like, you shouldn't have to be doing this. You should have been able to do something in your life that at whatever age you want to retire, you can retire and you can go do whatever you want instead of having to go get a job. Like, that's my goal for my mom to ever have to go back. I remember her husband passed away because of COVID and all this different stuff. And then she went back to work. I'm like, why the hell are you working? Mm-hmm. And I, well, I don't you know, want you to. Here's the thing. That's where number two comes into play. Because mm-hmm. if you go to therapy, you start to work through those limiting beliefs, right? The, the thought that I can't get out of this job because I'm not, worthy or not qualified enough or I don't know where to go or I don't know who to talk to like therapy then does the inner work to get you to that headspace where you can be like hell yeah I don't fuck this job I don't need that shit I'm worth more than that you know that treatment because when you get to talking to yourself like that that's where the change happens because you can go in a job I go in a job and I always look at people I'm like you don't know who the hell I am that's your fault because you didn't want to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to realize it when you be like, dang, I used to work with him. Yep, that's your fault because you didn't want to, you, whatever shell you in or whatever you got yeah. going on, you didn't reach out. And, and, I, and I go in rooms and I laugh because there's people in there because they got a name or they were popular or they got this title. And I'm sitting there and a lot of people don't speak to me because I don't know a lot of people, even though I, 
I grew up in Indianapolis. I don't mess with people. So I'm just sitting there and it's like, y'all talking to everybody else. Y'all don't know who I am. And I just laugh at them because it's like, bro, y'all, you're supposed to talk to everybody in the room. Yeah. Because you never know who's in the room that could benefit you, that could help you, that could have a resource. It it might not, it might be the smallest resource, but that resource changed your life. But yeah, we I, we definitely we might have to come back and do do another one because yeah. we, we had good conversations. So tell people how they can reach you on social media. And oh no no before that I need a quote. I always ask my guests for a quote. It could be your quote, quote Ooh, of the day. It's my favorite I'm, quote, and I will I will repeat this quote a million times. When people show show you who they are, believe them. When people show you who they are, believe them. The first time. It, no, the reason why. Ooh. Yeah, because of what you <laughs> what you said in your tips, and then with that, that's that's just reassuring me of what my of my thinking. Yes, people will show you who that the first time. The first time, when, yeah, it. when you're dating somebody and you're just kiki and you're ah, ha, 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 and he says, "Oh, I'm crazy, I'm crazy, but I do this and I'm crazy, I'm crazy." Listen to me. He told you th- three times, "I'm crazy." Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. Or if he says, "Oh, I've only cheated on you know a couple girls, but I don't do that anymore." Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You said you you mm-hmm. have done Great. it. No, that's, okay, that's, okay, that's not listen, that. I, I'm not a cheater anymore. Hey, listen, you well, can be reformed. Yeah, I can. I ain't been in a relationship since my last one, so I don't know. But yeah, I'm not. I don't even think like that. Like, I, I don't. I had to. I, yeah, I had to have my fun. I think I had to get released back into my prime and understand life. But that's for another day. But um, that just hit me when you said cheater because I'm like. But well, you gotta do the inner work, though, right? Like you yeah, probably I'll, were trapped. I'm gonna, t- I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you something about that I, I, off camera. I can't tell you. I don't <laughs> think we can talk about that yet. But um, <laughs> uh, you gave the quote. Now tell people how they can reach you, and then give us. Why do I can't think of? I always say closing word, but give us an ending statement or leave us out with something that the people can take with them. Okay, let's see here. So. You can get a hold of me several ways. Most people find me on TikTok. Uh, my handle is the same everywhere. It's find a lot to love. My website is find a lot to love. And it's not the number two. It's actually like T-O. Mm-hmm. So F-I-N-D-A-L-O-T-T-O-L-O-V-E. And that's can, my website's find a lot to love. Um, and on all of those websites and my Instagram and stuff, there's a link that's in my bio that takes you how to get a hold of me. Um, and uh, my tip, my last little like little nip it is uh just show up as yourself that's all we ever ask that's all the universe asks of you is just show up as yourself and it'll work for you it will now on that note keep being great